0: Hi, and welcome to the Milk and Coffee Podcast, your coffee break for the ears. My name is Ava, and I want to invite you to slow down, simplify, and explore the art of cozy living with me. This is your invitation to embrace a more nourishing way of being. So grab a cup and get comfortable. I'm so happy you are here. Hello, sweet friends. Welcome back to a new episode of the Milk and Coffee Podcast, and welcome into a new year. I hope you have arrived well into this January and that you have been able to be kind and gentle on yourself. To be honest, my year was off to a little bit of a rough start right after the holidays. My whole family, or everyone but me, went through a spout of a really bad stomach flu, which as a caretaker really kind of had me at my capacity. Um, and then it sort of was, was followed by, I don't know, a little bit of the winter blues, um, on my end and just the deepening feeling that I am going to make some changes in my life this year to better support my own well-being. But for today on the podcast, I wanted to take a few minutes and sort of just ease back into it with you, an episode to remind us all that we are part of the universe and very much connected to nature. In fact, we are nature and we are cyclical beings and thus our energy is not always the same. As you listen to this, you may find yourself in a phase of rest or you may find yourself in a phase of deep creation. And I very much believe that we flow gently with the seasons and right now, we are still very deep in winter energy. Personally, I find myself very, very sort of surrounded by this wintry womb energy of wanting to hide away, to be cozy, to rest. The darkness outside still holds its magic over me and is inviting me to turn inward. Like the dormant seeds awaiting the arrival of spring, we too cocoon ourselves a little bit in the season and we're conserving our energy, but we're nurturing the seeds of creativity and inner growth while finding warmth in the simplicity of these days. Modern living has us convinced that January is from big goals and lists and quantifiable outcomes. You know, we all like need to start strong into the new year. However, I believe this is not the case. I am not an advocate for hustle culture. I believe this is the time for fireside chats and for watching winter wrens on the bird feeder and for slowly kindling the embers of our dreams and for still allowing quietude to guide us forward. This may seem countercultural. Well, actually, it is countercultural however it is rooted deeply in nature you know it looks all bleak and gray out there but deep within the soil seeds are beginning to germinate underground and new life is about to show itself this is a magical time to tenderly tend to our own seed projects though it may appear still and quiet to just go inward and quietly tend to dreams this is a powerful way to move us forward A big part of any forward motion is the introspection and the reflection. Nature knows we cannot force things into being. Everything blossoms in due time. And these winter months past (coughs) Yule or Christmas may seem long and they require stamina and they require a lot of inner light um, to rest within them, especially with patience and with trust um, and to await the new shoots That are going to pop up all around us and within us in the spring this is a really good time for long winter walks and to use our hands to create simple things these soft lit january days invite me to emit electrical light as much as i can and just sort of flow in and out of my days with the sun and candlelight i invite you to put a vase with a bulb onto your windowsill or altar space or seasonal table to put new candles in the window. And if you're into crystals, you could put um, clear quartz for clarity or an amethyst for intuition or or snowflake obsidian for transformation onto your, your sacred space as well. So all that is sort of the January mood that I am in. I feel myself slowly awakening within. I feel a lot of stirring, a lot of inner happenings But I'm trying to brace myself and just kind of wait to see what will happen when the soil is ready. If we go hard and all in early in the year, we surely burn ourselves out by the time the very supportive and fertile spring energy is in full bloom. Anyways, I also wanted to use this episode to be a gentle reminder for you to lean deeply into your moons this year. And to honor your menstrual cycles as much as the seasons outside. To know when to rest and when to play. To lean into the seasons with grace and awareness. Every season of life and every season in nature has its magic. Every month the moon grows fuller and hangs heavy in the air before it slowly disappears once more. Everything in nature is cyclical And we are nature and we are cyclical beings too. To live linear lives is constantly creating resistance instead of creating ease and flow. As women, we are lucky that our cycles are very distinct. Each month, our bodies prepare for the possibility of new life. And each month, our bodies let go of what is no longer needed. Our female body is giving us the most beautiful metaphor to live by, really. Our moods and our energies shift throughout the month. And the less we fight that, the easier living gets. Accepting our cyclical nature and actually even embracing it, I think, creates a lot of peace. Our bodies are wonderfully made and our cycles are very intelligent and our bleeds are very healing. So as we begin our menstrual cycles, we find ourselves like we do right now in January in a season of wintering. So it it feels best to retreat from the world and to look for warmth and comfort, to hibernate, to be left alone in solitude and rest. There's a lot of letting go happening. It's a time for coziness and setting intentions. Now, winter energy is actually linked to the earth and to the body. And during our menstruation, as well as an actual winter, we are invited to overcome physical imbalances through care and rest and shelter and warmth. I love how in the book, The Magical Year by Christina Romero, um, it's described that winter is the fertile nothing. A wonderful and nutritious non-action. Let me just repeat it. It's so beautiful. I just want to repeat it. Fertile, nothing, a wonderful and nutritious non-action. That is the energy that I am in this January, but that's also the energy I'm typically in the first few days of my cycle. And, you know, it's a great time to delay our doing. I am trying or have been trying to make it a habit to delay or cancel everything that is not necessary during this time of my cycle. And while this may sound radical to you, it has actually been a wonderful shift for my family. When I was a teenager, I was introduced to my cycles with images of persistence, of doing things despite my period. And it took me a long time to realize that there is no true strength found in that attitude at all. I remember as a teenager, there was this tampon commercial on TV in Germany where the strong lean woman jumps into a pool in a white bathing suit, no less. And she fiercely swims laps because of this new and improved tampons. Um, she can. She can do whatever she wants. And that's great. But also, maybe that's not what she needs. However, you know, the, the wisdom in here is not to do things just because I can. To keep my uterus warm and myself in a state of comfort versus pushing through, I think that's the wisdom. There's nothing that we have to prove. Our bodies are amazing and our bleeds are full of purpose and strengthening. So a few things I particularly enjoyed during this time are warm water bottles, my Icelandic wool socks, nourishing stews, and making herbal tea tonics to sip throughout and to enjoy an emptier calendar. Gentle movements and gentle reflections. Now, as we ease into our cyclical spring, we can slowly return to living more actively. As our bodies prepare, prepare for ovulation, there is a vibrant energy flowing through us. The world is in color. It feels good to be alive. Spring energy, both seasonally and within our cycles, are linked to the mind and to the element of air. So this is truly the time to open our hearts and our minds, to let ideas flow freely and to plan and to build, to flourish truly. We typically feel a lot more energetic, resilient, and physically capable during our follicular phase, more outgoing, more communicative, and overall just more vital. So this is a great time to work on projects or to go out with our friends. And then we enter our summer, which is ovulation, right? Just like the season, we feel abundance and summer energy is linked to our spirit and to fire, And I usually feel amazing and radiant during this time. I am ready to create. um, I'm ready to be lively and to be out and about in the world. It's a very sensual time and it is fun to just let go and enjoy the lightness and the sexual energy in the air. Again, Christina Romero writes so beautifully, now is the time to be the succulent fruit that is offered to the world. And In turn, it's time to open your palms to receive the ripe fruit that's there for you to take in abundance. Usually when I look into a mirror during my ovulation, I find that my skin looks plump and my eyes are intense and my whole demeanor is stronger and softer at the same time. It just more luscious than usual, less tired. My whole body is geared for sensuality and the creation of life. And why not just enjoy these magical days and float on that high and on that fiery energy for a couple of days? Because autumn sure brings change once more. After ovulation, the last week of my cycle, my mood shifts truly into a dark place. It's almost like sobering up from the exuberance of the summer my emotions all come to the surface at once quite fiercely. And indeed, autumn is linked to emotions and the element of water. Now that goes for the season of autumn as well as our luteal phase. And so honestly, it's best to let these emotions come from their depths and rise to the surface, whether it's anger or sadness or frustration I think society has it all wrong when it talks about PMS or women being irrational or over-emotional beings. That's not true. We are beings with emotions, right? We are invited to really tune into our emotions every month anew, which allows us to get to know ourselves more intimately if we let that happen. So every month we get smarter about ourselves and more in tune with ourselves this is a time to heal, to let it out, and just to just, just sit in these waters. What a privilege that we can use these cycles to listen to our inner truths. And what a beautiful invitation to our partners and our families to communicate these seasons very openly because communicating and educating everyone in the home on the phase that we are in can foster more empathy and more love for everyone involved. As we plan our family things according to the cycle of the mother, we can be rooted in strength because every season has its purpose. So my wish for us all this year going forward is to really open ourselves up to the idea of listening to what our bodies, our spirit, and the ever-changing energies ask of us. To pay our seasons the respect they deserve. To reconnect more fully with nature and the nature within us. It's a kind of subtle communication that opens windows of forgiveness, grace, empathy, and love into our everyday experience at home. I would love to hear if you are living your seasons intentionally and if you are already using them to help you and your family thrive. I would like to invite you over to my sub where you can read more on all things motherhood and slowing down and connecting to our nature. And of course, I would like to invite you to come and listen to the next episode on here. Until then, I hope you take very good care of yourself, that you arrive well into this new year and all my love goes out to you. I hope you can feel that. Bye. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that this episode left you inspired to seek a slower, more intentional life. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe subscribe leave me a review, let me know where you like to listen to my podcast or write to me. And most importantly, tell all your friends about milk and coffee. For more nourishing lifestyle inspiration, supportive mindset shifts, and all the coziness, follow me on Instagram at ava.maria.smith and subscribe to my substack called milk and coffee or go to my webpage www.avamariasmith.com. I would love to talk more. Remember, slow living is a journey and I'm here for you. Take a deep breath now and seek the beauty of this day. How lucky are we to be alive.